Did you know there is a type of sales opportunity with a success rate of 91% and that most salespeople are missing those opportunities every single day? Welcome to Serving Not Selling. And here's our big idea. When you build more relationships, you have more leads, more leverage, and more life. Finally, you can build your business on your terms by cultivating relationships and serving people with consistency and intention. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of Serving Not Selling. We are so glad that you have joined us and we hope that you are leaving us a five-star review and sharing this with your friends so we can help more people grow their business succeed in the real estate market and find a better way to have more leads, more leverage, more life. We greatly appreciate you, our audience. We are going to dive in today. We had a great interview with Linda McKissick. We're going to unpack a lot of what she said, uh, but this is going to be a standalone teaching episode that we hope will impact and encourage you in your own journey in real estate. So let's dive right into the jokes. And this mm. this episode coming out around Christmas, we're going to have some Christmas themes. So um, actually, can I go first? Yeah, please. I like please. mine. All right. All right. Let like me, <clears throat> what did the wise men say after they offered up their gifts of gold and frankincense? Wait, there's myrrh. <laughs> nice. That's pretty funny. I like that Thank one. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one yeah. too. That's fantastic. Shout out to the three wise men. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I like that. That's All good. Right. Okay. You Mine, got, you'll man? like this one. You'll like this one. This is um totally up your alley. Uh what okay. do you call uh, a snowman with a six pack? What? An abdominable snowman. Nice. That's yeah. that's pretty good. That's right. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm I'm gonna do one more. How do you help okay. someone? Who has lost their Christmas spirit? You nurse them back to elf. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's good. Yeah, I, I feel like, like we're finally. Like, I'm finally. We're getting into like some new joke territory, right? We've been doing the same old, same old. So this is Dude, good, man. In alignment yeah. with the seasons, like who are we? <laughs> totally right, taking our game level. to the next level. <laughs> this is Actually absolutely next level. So, planning. Uh, for the one of you that's still here, let's also get into <laughs> some real stuff. But, uh, but we and, and we're always open to jokes. Send them our way, right? We yeah. love Garrett at businessbyrelationships.com. Email them to me, not Tyler. Email them to me because yeah. I really need some extra jokes. Yeah, I'd that's right. That. He said it. So, <laughs> I did. So we're going to talk today, one of the, and, and we're going to try to unpack that because it was somewhat complicated. So bear with us, audience. But one of the things that Linda mentioned, and she is phenomenally brilliant, was her her new formula, her formula for success to, to getting people to take the action that we're hoping they will take, right? For their good. She was very specific about life gives to the giver and takes from the taker, right? This is not to try to get them just to do something. It's to get them to do something that's good for them, right? The formula was relationships plus validity plus value gap over time. Now, let me explain that. Relationships is the relationship we have with the person. Validity is the amount of uh, uh, knowledge, the amount of experience that you bring to the relationship. That's your validity plus value gap, which is whatever's missing in their life, right? You got to ask good questions. You got to understand what that is. Relationships plus validity plus value gap over time. And we don't get to determine how much time it's going to take. The person we're serving gets to determine that, right? Mm -hmm. Which I thought that was a key point as well. But mm -hmm. relationships plus validity plus value gap over time. What does that mm -hmm. mean, T? 
Yeah. The first thing that I thought about when she was talking about it is, I know you and I referenced this a lot, but Lou Holtz's uh, three keys to great leadership and impacting relationships. When somebody's looking at a relationship, they're, they're identifying three um, characteristics or asking three questions. Um, can I trust you? Do you care about me? Are you good at what you do? Um, and so I feel like those three things are in alignment with the three variables on top, the relationships, the validity, and the value gap. Um, people... It, you can parallel them in different ways, but people care so much more about our relationship with them, about um, providing trust, a service that is, is is high quality that they care about more than they really care if we're we're good at what we do, right? Like the, the most important thing in that is relationship building, trust building, and that takes time. Whatever degree that looks like probably depends on the backstory going into it. But just given my background with sports and everything and Lou Holtz being awesome, I relate her formula back to those three questions and and prioritizing um, building rapport, building trust prior to trying to expedite the situation or get to an outcome faster than um, they're going to allow you to. Uh, that was the first thing that came yeah. to my mind. No, no, no. I think that's right. I mean, that definitely is what, quite honestly, the formula is a little confusing, right? Yeah. But but as I understood it and, and kept going on it, I think exactly what you said. The most impactful piece to me was... Uh, because I think it's it's words put together that we would all agree on, right? You got to mm-hmm. have a relationship. You got to have something you can offer them and something that they need, right? I mean, that's essentially what we're talking about. But the overtime piece, that was key because for me, uh, and I think and Tyler knows this, but I think for a lot of agents too, like I'm hyper. I don't like when things take a long yes. time. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I yes. want things to happen quickly. I remember uh, we were uh, a business partner and I were getting ready to hire a CEO sitting down with the CEO. I know this person, my business partner doesn't. We're sitting down with the CEO and we spend end up spending two hours with them. And they're just basically hanging out, getting to know each other. And afterwards, my business partner says, hey, how'd you think that went? And I said, dude, like we didn't even talk about what we need him to do and, and what, what we would pay him or like what that would look like. He said, Garrett, it's okay. It's going to take time, <laughs> right? Like we need to get to know him first and I don't know him at all. And so let's get to know him and then we'll kind of like ease our way into those things. It doesn't have to happen right away. Mm-hmm. And so I think the overtime piece is really valuable. Things don't happen as quickly as we want sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sticking on the formula piece, one of the one of the parts about the, the validity component that struck me in our conversation was, was what does that mean? Like, what does validity mean? You know, in part, it can be, am I, are you good at what you do to relate it back to the Lou Holtz question there, or the, the, the three questions that I, that I mentioned. Um, but she speaks, Linda, throughout um, our discussion. And what, again, struck me is that everybody has validity in different ways. What it can boil down to is, is who are you? You guys hear me say all the time, you know, to have a clean mirror, really understand who you are and what your strength is not to beat that dead horse. But it, it, I think it's a simplification of a lot of things that we hear from all these brilliant people that having an accurate understanding of who you are, believing in that and trusting that that is the authenticity, the genuine quality of who you are is more important than the pretending to be who you think the person across the table wants you to be. And I think that is, is what Linda's speaking to in that validity component. Everybody has it, she says, but, but what is it? And it's up to you to identify who you are. We talk to people about branding. We talk to people about um, identifying those things and it's just a common theme. So I hope that our audience, and I know that I was, are encouraged to just continue to lean into 
who you were created to be and your strengths and and find find your find your audience find the people that you connect with because one it allows you to to be authentic which everybody loves and if they don't then they shouldn't be in the room with you anyways and two it just creates instant rapport and the opportunity to dig deeper from the first conversation than if somebody's feeling you out thinking that they're actually just getting a facade which is the reality of it if you're not being true to who you are so that was one of the that was the points about the the validity that I loved. And then one thing I want to jump in and I, instead of, before I throw it back to you, G was when we were introducing her, uh, prior to jumping on air, I don't know if this makes it into the show or not, but she said, when we're asking her, who are you, who are a couple of the qualities that you are, your baseball card, Linda McKissick is highly successful. The first thing that she says was that she was a failure. She mentioned that she had failed so many times and that that had led her to where she is now. And again, that struck me as just an encouragement to lean into things that to lean into doing hard things, to be bold, to if there's something that is pressing against us that we feel like we're might be too hard or too difficult. Linda speaks to leaning into that and and taking the leap and what she has learned and how she has been refined professionally through those failures. And so I just took that as an encouragement. If we're not stumbling or tripping or even failing forward, then we're probably not pressing hard enough into our potential. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm glad you got into that because I think failure was such an important piece of the conversation. You know, uh, you and I talk a lot about, and I think this is helpful for the audience, you and I talk a lot about uh, how long is our runway, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone has a length of a runway, meaning how long can we continue to fail before we've got to get it right? And having understanding of that, knowing that, you know, so I would say, for example, I would say for our training company, we've got a very long runway, right? We are all very blessed, all the owners to have income coming from other sources, that if this doesn't blow it out of the water right away, we're going to be fine. We've got a very long runway. So we just get to take our time, try to figure it out, do it the right way that create, you know, using our validity to fill the gap, whatever it is that people need, we're really trying to hone in on what that is, right? For some Mm -hmm. people in the real estate space, I remember sharing my story of, I had three months when I started, that was my runway with my wife, right? And Mm -hmm. then I asked for another three months. And, you know, okay, so I've got basically had six months to figure it out or the runway was going to run out and the plane was going to crash, right? So having clarity on what length of a runway you have, I think gives you more freedom to fail, right? Mm -hmm. Because if I'm at the very end of the runway, okay, I need to get this next turn right. If Mm -hmm. I'm in the middle and I've got space, all right, I'm just going to try and see what happens, you know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. I keep thinking about fra- uh, failure being practiced for success, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. just what it is. We're just mm-hmm. uh, our, our kids, right? I mean, my youngest, uh, when she started walking and she's a year and a half now, walks great. But when she started walking, right, they get up and they kind of uh, almost going to take a step and they fall mm-hmm. down. And mm-hmm. what do they do? They get back up and they try mm-hmm. to figure it out again, you know? So there's a ton of failure, right? And that's just them practicing. That was Ivy practicing how to walk. Uh, and I think we've got to understand as people that that's the same thing with us, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things, one of the things I think was really impactful. She shared a story. Uh, she had been working on launching these markets offices, in, I think it was Ohio for three years, and just couldn't get them off the ground. Really working, really working, really working. Nothing was happening, and she was telling her coach that she was just done. And her coach said, which has impacted me. Uh, and I've thought about it a lot. Her coach said, 
Linda, you can't quit. You don't know if you're on the five-yard line or the 50-yard line, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That was impactful. You don't know if you're Mm -hmm. on the five-yard line or the 50-yard line. So what if the next step is the success step, right? Mm -hmm. We don't know. I don't know where we are. I don't know where I, you know, I have very bad spatial awareness. (laughs) I run into things a lot, right? There's nothing (laughs) to do with anything, but like sometimes you don't know where you are and the Mm -hmm. next step could be success, but you just give up. So how Mm -hmm. long is your runway? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and my, my bet is success is somewhere on your runway. You just don't know where. Mm-hmm. So give it time and mm-hmm. see what happens. Mm-hmm. That's good, man. That's good. I think to continue with that plane analogy, <laughs> I, I like where we're at right here. Um, sometimes with too long of a runway, uh, you know, we have to hold ourselves accountable to that too. Having a long runway is great. Um, but having too short of a runway is exactly what you're talking about here. If we identify mm-hmm. that the runway is too short, we never give our, we never even start because we're like, yeah, there's no way we true. can get this plane up off the ground. So it's mm-hmm. that balance of determining what is, what is a good runway that, how do we do that? I mean, that's a practical approach to this metaphor of like, well, we, we, we got to figure out a plan. Um, we don't have to have everything figured out. But we just have to have a general mindset and scope of how we want to wade into this and then attack it and and get that plane throttled as fast as we can get it intentionally in a straight line because going back and forth zigzagging is going to slow us down and it's wasted time and wasted space. But direction on that runway is going to allow us to be a heck of a lot more efficient. So how do we get that plane going in a straight line? Who's your who? We talk about that all the time, having a general plan and an end goal and what we want to get to in the whole process and really like understanding our motivation. What's the gas in the tank? I feel like those three things play into this. Like what's what's the reason we're even taking off in the first place? So those three things just to kind of layer onto the image, I I think that's a good one, man. That's good. Yeah. I mean, think about the Wright brothers, right? In North Carolina, trying to figure out a plane. I love that you said that too. If you have too short of a runway, yeah, you can't even get enough speed to get off the ground, right? So let's mm-hmm. be realistic here. Mm-hmm. Think about how many times, yeah, they tried the right speed and it didn't work. And then they finally got the right speed, but then they didn't have the right weight of the plane or, you know, the, the, I don't know anything about planes, but you know, <laughs> or, or the, the wings were not at the right angle or whatever it was that couldn't get them off the, or the runway wasn't long enough. Yeah. Thanks for mm-hmm. drinking your drink in the middle of my talk. Uh, <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, hopefully they leave that in. Don't edit that out. Uh, how rude. No. Um, but like, think about that. Yeah. They're just figuring it out. They don't know. Right. And thank goodness, everything that we are thankful for, that are major advances in technology and whatever, we're grateful that the person didn't give up and that they had a runway because we wouldn't have an iPhone. We wouldn't have computers. We wouldn't have planes, wouldn't have cars, right? Like all of the failure that these people had, they had a long enough runway to, to figure it out. And as an encouragement, as we kind of wrap this up, I would encourage, and I'm speaking to myself too, and and T as an encouragement is we're not going to get it right the first time. We're not Mm going to get it right the second time or the third time. Quite honestly, probably going to take a long time before we really get it right. Give yourself grace, allow yourself to have a runway and keep working at it. Why do I know that anything that I set my mind to is going to succeed? Because I'm just not going to stop until it does, right? It's not because I'm a super genius. It's not because, you know, I've got the best ideas of anybody. I certainly don't. It's none of that. It's just, I'm going to keep going until it works. Mm -hmm. That's how I know. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think if we have that mindset and that mentality, that's going to give us a lot of freedom in that. So 
agents, we hope that this helps uh, as we talk about really the the focus on giving ourselves the time, giving ourselves the space to fail, the time to fail, so we can have the time to succeed as well. Uh, if this resonates with you, please share it with a friend. Please share it with another agent. Like I said, go give us a five-star review. That helps us uh, serve more people. Uh, and that's really why we're here. We just want to help you guys. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Serving Not Selling. And especially thank you for sharing the show with other salespeople and reviewing the show on your favorite podcast app. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. And if you're loving this whole business by relationship approach and you want help to start your own Perfect 36 Touch system, we can do most of that work for you. Just go to businessbyrelationships.com backslash chat to grab a time to chat with me to see if we're a good fit. And stay tuned for the next episode of Serving Not Selling.